Hey everyone, welcome to the Headlines Podcast presented by the Coast News Group. It is Wednesday, January 13th. I am Ryan Wolt and this is the Headlines North County San Diego News Recap for the past week. There is a lot of local coronavirus news to cover, but first, this show is sponsored by Casa de Bandini at the Forum in Carlsbad. The Coast News and Casa de Bandini are teaming up to give away $50 gift cards for some great food and drink. Just follow at Coast News on Instagram, and then like, share, and tag a friend or a dozen friends as soon as you see the Casa de Bandini giveaway post in your feed. Congrats to Melissa. She was the first gift card winner, and I'm sure we'll be munching on some delicious Mexican food soon. And now to those coronavirus numbers. At the time of this recording, San Diego County has reported an adjusted case rate that has jumped significantly from 36.32 weeks ago to 53.4 last week to a shocking 69.7 now. That's 10 times the maximum case rate allowed to move down and out of the purple tier. 25,472 new cases of COVID-19 have been reported since last week for a total of 198,319 COVID-19 cases since February. Our current rolling positivity rate is at 16.2%. 244 additional deaths directly attributed to COVID-19 have been reported since last Wednesday for a total of 1,898. The daily average number of lives lost to coronavirus in San Diego County has risen to 35 per day. In Escondido, a 202-bed federal field hospital inside of Palomar Medical Center has been activated to support the hospitals that are overwhelmed with patients in our region. The FEMA hospital, located on the 10th and 11th floors of Palomar Medical Center, was first announced back in April, but it was not officially activated until last week, as ICU capacity in San Diego remains at 0%. The Palomar Field Hospital will serve the wider San Diego region with a particular effort to support overburdened hospitals in Imperial County. The University of California San Diego Health, San Diego County, and the San Diego Padres baseball team are now teaming up to vaccinate at least 5,000 healthcare workers per day for COVID-19. Along with the city of San Diego, they will run the Vaccination Superstation near Petco Park in an effort to safely vaccinate the more than 500,000 healthcare workers in the region. The Superstation is operating from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., seven days a week, for healthcare workers who have made an appointment online at vaccinationsuperstationsd.com. A recent review of public records by KPBS shows that the highest number of coronavirus outbreaks as identified by contact tracing in the month of November happened in Escondido with 51 outbreaks in just the one month. The records reviewed included 1,006 outbreaks during the first nine months of the pandemic. Details were only offered for specific case location counts starting in November. Countywide, at least 252 outbreaks occurred in nursing homes, jails, rehab facilities, and shelters, and at least 208 in restaurants. More than 125 outbreaks occurred in large retail and grocery stores. Plus, at least 30 occurred at religious organizations since March. In November, those outbreaks had a combined case count of at least 187, with almost half of those coming from Awaken Church, which has received two cease and desist orders, but has continued to hold indoor services. Currently, Escondido Post-Acute Rehab, a senior living facility, has 111 residents and 70 healthcare workers who have coronavirus, making this their second large outbreak since March. 
In response to the drastically rising coronavirus numbers, the San Diego County Board of Supervisors approved several new COVID-19 measures, including stepped-up enforcement of businesses not complying with restrictions and a fair and consistent application of those policies based on scientific data. The supervisors voted 4-1, to one, with Jim Desmond opposed. The compliance measures cover inspections responsive to complaints, proactive inspections, and citations for those violating the safe reopening plan. Based on a proposal from Supervisor Nora Vargas, where legally possible, businesses not in compliance with public health orders will also not be eligible to receive county relief funding. The board also voted in favor of continuing the county's Great Plates program, which provides thousands of meals to senior citizens on a weekly basis. The San Marcos Unified School District has notified parents that they will be pausing in-person learning for at least two more weeks, citing concerns over the recent countywide surge. The district's elementary school students, who chose a hybrid learning option, have been attending in-person classes since October, while middle and high school students were set to begin in-person learning in January. The SMUSD Governing Board and Interim Superintendent Kevin Holt sent two different letters to families this week. The letter to elementary families said that students will move to remote instruction effective January 11th for a period of two weeks. And for secondary students, the letter states that they will not begin in-person learning until the situations improve countywide. A charter school program with locations throughout North County has also pulled back on their reopening plans. Classical Academies originally gave parents the option to return students to in-person classes in Escondido, Vista, and Oceanside on the 19th of January, but school leaders pulled back from those plans on Friday. The organization's new goal is to bring larger groups of students back to campus on February 1st, but that is a flexible date due to the coronavirus surge. A video from administration to employees regarding their options with reopening plans has caused some backlash. Classical Academies has called the incident a misunderstanding, and the video can be watched on thecoastnews.com. A second round of the Oceanside Small Business Grant Program has been open to business owners as part of an effort by the Oceanside City Council to help keep small businesses afloat during the COVID-19 pandemic. The council-approved grant program is funded with $750,000 in unused funds from the COVID-19 business loan program that began back in April. This second round of grants builds on an initial grant program where 130 local businesses were awarded a total of $257,000, along with being offered a no-to-low-interest business loan program, a shop local campaign, relaxed business regulations, and a utilities relief program. Grants ranging from $1,000 to $7,500 will be awarded on a first-come, first-served basis. The tiered system considers the business type and the financial impact of COVID-19. Also in Oceanside, a new recycling program is helping the city reduce its greenhouse gas emissions and meet zero-waste goals by collecting leftover food scraps from local businesses. The city has partnered with Waste Management to launch its Food Scraps Recycling Program, diverting food scraps from going into the landfill. The program has been in the making for several years since the state passed more aggressive mandates requiring businesses to divert organics from landfills. Oceanside's program helps the city meet those requirements, as well as their own zero-waste goals, including reaching a 75-90% to 90% waste diversion rate. Since the beginning of Oceanside's program, more than 2,600 cubic yards of organics have been diverted from the landfill, which, according to the Water Utilities Department, is the equivalent of taking 940 cars off the road every single month. So far, more than 1,000 Oceanside businesses have received food scraps recycling services from the program, and more than 73% of those have seen an overall cost savings by reducing how much trash they produce. 
This week, the Coast News would like to shout out Sarah Cozy, the 23-year-old San Marcos resident and student at San Diego State University, along with her co-hosts, is already 12 episodes into a new podcast show called Caught in the Middle. The series focuses on critical issues facing Muslim youth in the United States. Cozy and her co-hosts have spent the last year conversing about Islamic spirituality, finding an identity, and recent discussions about the hardships of COVID-19. The all-female team is intent on providing a safe space to explore issues like gender inequality, culture, and finding a sense of comfort in both their Muslim and American identities. Search for Caught in the Middle on your favorite podcast platform or find the link in this show's notes. Finally, in some odd local news reminding us of how not normal life has become during the pandemic, two gorillas at the San Diego Zoo Safari Park in Escondido tested positive for COVID-19 and a third is showing symptoms, marking the first known cases of the coronavirus infecting non-human primates. Those are the key Coast News headlines from the past week. Thanks to our great Coast News reporters, Lexi Brote, Jay Paris, Catherine Allen, Samantha Nelson, Dan Brendel, Steve Petersky, Hafsa Fatima, and Tigus Lane, whose story we recap each week. You can find all of their stories and more on thecoastnews.com or pick up a copy of the Coast newspaper. You can find them all over North County. Don't forget to follow the Coast News Group and Casa de Bandini on Instagram for a chance to win one of those $50 gift cards for some delicious Mexican food. And if you like this show and want to hear more podcasts from the Coast News, please consider supporting our programming and independent journalism by becoming a monthly supporter. Click the support link on the coastnews.com podcast directory. You can find links in this show's notes. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing this show. Those ratings and reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts, really help listeners find a hyper-local show like this one. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is the editor-in-chief. The Coast News' associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thank you for listening, everyone. We will be back next week with your local North County San Diego news headlines. Headlines.